0: August 2nd, 2023. My name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America. For me, it's always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. We're going to be talking about a new indictment and old tactics. The godless commies are after Trump because they're scared of you. They're afraid of people that understand the truth and aren't going to back down. And that's the thesis for the day. The thesis for the day is that if you know the truth and you don't back down from it, you're going to be attacked, one. But you will be triumphant. So you can just stop right there. That's what we're going to be talking about today. I want to investigate, if I can, this indictment that these godless commies are thrusting upon the 45th President of the United States. He was charged the other day, this is the Washington Post article, pointing out the fact that he's charged in probe of January six efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Folks, if climate change were so important, if... Transgender people thrusting and, and and thrusting their pelvises in front of kids was so important. If the most important issues of the day were the fact that well, Hunter Biden was actually a, a great businessman connected to uh, you know business people from all over the world. If it was Ukraine, and we need to send our sons and daughters overseas and fight and die in Ukraine against Russia. If these were the most important issues, why do they keep coming back to the 2020 election? Why 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 do these godless commies why are they so afraid of this 2020 election? That was 3 years ago. Hasn't someone told them? Hasn't someone told them that it's irrelevant by now? See, the very fact that people are talking about it is evidence in my view that it's a big thing. It's it's evidence regardless what you think about it you know where I'm at it was fake it was stolen it was bad the word that I would use is maladministration we'll get into that but if you're on if you're if you think about this the way that I think about this you know that the world hasn't been right since 2020 hasn't been right since the fall in the garden clearly but there's been something different since 2020 As though there were a concerted effort, a lunge of simultaneous government tyranny, deceit, sexual debauchery, political obfuscation. It just seemed like it was ratcheted up to the millionth degree. And it all seems to always hinge on Trump. And I look at this and I go... Obviously, I'm biased. I'm going to support him. I'm going to vote for him. I'm going to do those things. Uh, we're going to get into the common law. We're going to get to those types of things to get you know lawful elections. And we'll get back to that because that's where my heart's at. That's where my focus is. But if you're looking around the world, the godless commies in charge of the microphones and the ones that are putting the images on television, the ones that are invading your eyes and your ears and teaching your kids and doing all of those things, why do they keep coming back to Trump? Why do they keep coming back to the 2020 election? If it were so insignificant, why does it matter? If it's irrelevant, why does it matter? See, if you thought that you were beyond it, you wouldn't worry about it. Why give it attention? Because giving it attention stirs it up in the minds of the people. If, if it's really not that big a deal and everyone's moved on, why bring it up? And why would you have one of the most, in my view, biased, godless commie judges have the court case and, in, and drop the indictments the day after Hunter Biden, the son of the president, had whistleblowers go out in public saying, yeah, that dude was doing dirty stuff, trading state secrets, trading the you know, the powers of the public trust for the purse of the Biden crime family? The day after you drop an indictment of the most popular president in the last at least 30 years, if not 100 plus. See, I want to talk about a, the new indictment against Trump and show how something is stupid. Well, there's one, in my view, one very glaring idea that is so obvious that would destroy the whole thing. And of course, you're not stupid. I'm not speaking to someone who doesn't already th- know that this is fraudulent and motivated by uh, you know bad actors people who hate america and probably hate jesus but i'm then going to talk about how these are nothing different than just old tactics this new indictment is old tactics you will get conservatives in the media today that will be pounding their pulpits pounding their microphones telling people this is an un you know an unprecedented level of tyranny i don't i don't agree with those people I believe that in a sinful world, sinners are going to sin and people that have franchised their sin and just given way to it and just completely embracing godlessness, I think that they have every incentive in the world to be crafty, to lie to you, but to shroud what they do in ways that unsuspecting people won't see. I think some of the most deceptive evil people in the world are the ones that you would look at and say, well, yeah, that's a good guy. That's going good. I I don't see, I mean, I disagree with them, but I don't see why that's wrong. I think that is one of the most powerful lies. And so I want to get to my standard of truth, which is God's standard of truth, and that is the Bible. I just want to read something real fast, then we'll get on to our our other spot. This is John chapter 8, John chapter 8, and I want to start with verse 28. Verse 28. John 28, then Jesus said unto them, So Jesus is talking to the Jews, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, so the Jews are going to kill Jesus. Then ye shall know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me. I speak these things. And He hath sent me, and He that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please Him. And He spake these words, many believed on Him. Then he said then Jesus said to those Jews who which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free, shall make you free. Here I want to point out the idea that Jesus is talking to his enemies. He knows his enemies are going to kill him. He knows his enemies are going to do bad things to him. But he goes with it anyway, and he tells them what the truth is, and that is you guys aren't going to do anything to me that isn't what my father has already planned. That isn't what my father wants to have happen to me. Do not let me miss you on this. If you're hearing about the Trump indictment and you get flurried or angry or you just turn it off and you say, I don't care about politics anymore. I don't care about this. This is dumb. This is just the same hamster spinning over and over and over again. Amen. Amen. Behold, the issue is that the old tactics of attacking truth are no different than what they're doing to Trump today. Trump is a sinner. I disagree with him on several things. I will support him for president, of course. He's a symbol of MAGA, of America First at this point, and I think that that is generally a good thing, of course. I'm always going to try to work and bring everything uh, captive to Christ. But them going after Trump is nothing new. They went after other leaders in history And it's this idea that whenever people are speaking truth against the evil of the day, the evil of the age, the evil of the age will torture them, will kill them, will destroy them. But here's the kicker. Right after Jesus says, after you guys kill me, I'm only going to do it because God's already said that that's going to happen. And everyone who believes me is going to know what the truth is, and that's going to set them free. See, death is used, punishment is used, lawfare is used, this torture, this crime, this injustice is being done to get people to deny the truth, to get people to stop saying the truth, whether that's the truth that Christ is king and that the exclusive way to salvation from sin is only through the blood of the lamb, amen, preach that. Or it's the truth that the fact that the 2020 elections were fraudulent, stolen, horrible, unconstitutional, and in bare minimum, maladministration against the Constitutional Republic. See, you can't say those things because if you say those things, that truth unverts and undoes what the old tactic is. And that's where I want to bring up this book right here. You've read it before. If you haven't, you've definitely heard about it. Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. Saul Linsky writes on page 37. I'll just point this out. Let me just point this out. Let's uh, go to my handy dandy camera. Pe- uh, Saul Lins- Linsky on page 37, right there where I've got it kind of highlighted. Uh, excuse me, this was Lenin, but this is Saul Linsky pointing to Lenin. They have the guns, and therefore we are for peace and for reformation through the ballot. When we have the guns, then it will be through the bullet. That's what Lenin was saying. See, Lenin's politics were at the end of the barrel of the gun. When Lenin got power through elections, then he was able to turn his guns on the people. The reason why you can't talk about the truth, you can't even... Let's just say, I don't believe this. I don't believe what I'm about to say. But let's say that the 2020 elections were the most pure, honest, as Rush Limbaugh would say, they're pure as the wind-driven snow. They're pure and clean as the wind-driven snow. There was not a scintilla, as Obama would say. Not a scintilla or a smidgen of corruption in the 2020... Let's just say that that's the case. I don't believe it. Not at all. And you don't either, because you're not stupid. You're not a moron or a transgender. But let's just say that they're like that's the case. If that's the case, then... If someone were to go against or undermine the efficacy, the, the validity, the, the, the goodness of the election, that threatens your ability to get the guns. And if you hate Jesus, as these godless commies in government do, as these conspirators, as these tyrants do, they hate Christ. Because they hate Jesus, they're going to try to consume power, which is the old tactic, is to aggregate power. They're going to try to gather power, and in a constitutional republic, we are not a democracy, the way that you do that is through the ballot. That's what Lenin was saying over 100 years ago. He's going to get power through the ballot. Saul Alinsky knew that. Saul Alinsky was a mentor of Obama. Obama. So you've got these Marxists, these people who hate Jesus, and they're marching to the the position of power, and they have to go through the elections. They have to. Now, here's where I want to uh, look at. Um, I want to look at, at the actual documents. So let's go to my screen. Here is the actual document. So this is the United States of America against Donald Trump, which I've always, I've always. Um, I've always wor- worried about that because look at this, it calls Donald J. Trump a defendant, but it doesn't call the United States anything. See the United States of America isn't petitioning. The United States of America isn't complaining. The United States of America isn't making a claim because a claim is attached to an oath, a complaint is an, a, a, uh, excuse me, a, a complaint is an argument and the United States of America can't talk. And it's also not petitioning because a petition is a right. So the, you notice that the United States doesn't actually have anything underneath it, but Donald J. Trump is a defendant, right? Now there will be people that will say this is a corporation and Donald Trump's a corporate. Like I don't even want to get into that. I mean those things. You know, I, I believe that they're. I believe that they're distracting. What I follow and what I get down to is this: the defendant had a right like every american to speak publicly about the election and even claim falsely that there had been outcome determinative fraud during the election that he had won that should in my opinion right there kill the entire thing because if you have a right like every american and you can speak publicly and you can even say false things you notice how they call it outcome determinative fraud You know, not that there wasn't any fraud. Now, don't, don't, hold on, give me your eyes, give me your eyes, come here, come here, come here. It's not the fact that there was no longer any fraud. See, this is the backtrack of these godless commies in the media. At first, there was, there's no, there's no fraud, there's not even a smidgen of corruption. It's perfect, it's awesome, it's clean as the wind-driven snow. And now they're saying there's not outcome-determinative fraud. Which is a lawyer distinction between the fact that there is no fraud and, well, there's no outcome determinative fraud. You liars. You liars. You dirty, sneaky, slithering, godless commie liars. But we continue. We go back to this and we look at this and we say, during the election that he had won, he is also entitled to formally challenge the results of the election through lawful and appropriate means by seeking recounts and audits of the popular vote when states are filing lawsuits, all those other kinds of things. He's able to basically say, I don't like it. I'm gonna challenge it. It's stupid. He can lie about it. He can say all sorts of things. Why can he do that? Because he has that right. Now this is where I want to get into something very specific because what's going on here is we do this concept slide and this concept slide shows that the Constitution is a public trust. You've seen this before. We're going to continue to beat this into our heads that we, the people, upper left, we created government. That government is written down in a trust, which is called the Constitution, that grants powers to the legislative, the, uh, the executive and the judicial that then swears trustees that are servants to uphold their oath, all for the benefit of the people. So when Donald J. Trump was alleged to have done these crimes, he's a trustee. So you notice that the charging document says he's allowed to by right, well that's my, he's, he's allowed to, we do this, he's allowed to, by right, he had a right. Like every American. Like every American, he has a right. And so because he has a right, that right is gonna go back to what? Him as a beneficiary. And because he, like he's able to do that as a beneficiary of government, the government can't really mess with him. So now there's this competing interest on one hand, he's sworn as a trustee. On the other hand, he can express himself. He can lie. He can say all sorts of stuff because he has a right to do it. So now let's investigate what the definition, what the definition of right is. Let's go to our Black's Law Dictionary. And if you want to, you can get a free common law seminar at commonlawpeople.com. Commonlawpeople.com. I will give you digitally. I will give you a, a free Black's Law Dictionary. This right here is at least $250. I will give you a $250 digital PDF for free. And that's alone. Not even talking about the 1,600 maxims. You're going to get these maxims right here. A selection of maxims of law. You're going to get the maxims of law. You're going to get a dictionary. And you're going to get 12 hours of content that lays out what the common law is. Its basis, how to use, how to understand it. All for free. Commonlawpeople.com because we want people to get back to America, get back to what the law is. So let's look up what rights are. Let me go to my handy-dandy trust camera. Where are you at? Producer of one. Here we go. Screen. Uh, Where are we at? Rights. So the definition of right is what? It is... Where are you at? Rights are powers of free action. So when Jesus says after the resurrection all power in heaven and earth has been given to me that is your rights your rights are powers of free action why are your rights secured by government because jesus in the christian tradition because jesus is king and in the christian tradition All government is supposed to obey him. That's the Great Commission. And because all nations are supposed to obey him, Christians, as they're following Jesus, create governments that recognize the powers of free action are given to people, which is what this document right here reflects. Mm -hmm. The public trust recognizes that the beneficiaries of government are made in God's image, and because they're made in God's image, they have rights, which take us back to what a right is, and that is your power of free action so government defends your rights because you because jesus is good has given you rights so that you can freely act but now the the dictionary goes on and talks about all sorts of other rights you've got natural rights those which grow out of the nature of man that's god making you and depend upon personality depend upon personality hold on hold on hold on now so if if you mean to tell me where, where am i at if you mean to tell me that Trump has the right to speak publicly about the things that even claim falsely, and it, Trump's able to do all this stuff, why is he able to do that? Well, because your natural rights depend upon personality. Trump's personality is Trump's personality. He has that natural right to be his own personality. As distinguished from, such are created by law and depend on civilized society. Which means that there are rights that are created by law. So there are rights that come from the nature of man. This is coming from Jesus, because Jesus is good, because he makes man, amen? He makes all, uh, nothing was made that wasn't made by him. And so, there but there are also laws created by law and depend upon civilized society. These would be your civil rights, such as belonging to every citizen of the state or country. So there's a conflation there, or excuse me, there's a distinction, right? Distinction, distinguished, those people, those rights that you have as someone that God makes and those that you have as someone who's a citizen in government. Now, if you understand this, you should ob- you should automatically be thinking, well, if Trump can say whatever he wants, but he's sworn to the Constitution, doesn't that create a disparity? And the answer is yes because whenever you're acting in your official capacity as a sworn trustee to the constitution you have to follow the laws that are pursuant to the constitution this would be all your statutes this would be all your codes this would be all those things all those things if you are functioning in your personal capacity your private capacity you can say whatever you want Now, you are responsible for the injury you cause, like if someone calls a Bible-believing Christian an anti-Semite, for example, that is an injury, especially if there's death threats or destruction of businesses attributed to that. Heads up. But if that's the case, you have to understand that your rights that come from Jesus because he's king because that's what the Bible says and that's what the common law is built on the Bible is true and Christians are believing it John 8 31 if you abide in my word then you shall be as my disciples and that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free we are free because Christians believe in the Bible created a government predicated on Jesus giving people the powers of free action and all of government has to defend what Christ gives make sense because of that That is now in competition with the federal government. Trump's right from Jesus to be able to speak publicly and say false things and do all these things, his right from Jesus competes with statutory permissions and obligations that come from Congress. That is what we're trying to get at with this concept slide. If you are a beneficiary, then the government can't mess with you. Because it doesn't mean that you're a sovereign citizen because those things are oxymoronic. They are contradictory. You cannot be simultaneously sovereign and simultaneously a citizen. That doesn't happen. You're either functioning as a citizen or you're one of, you're one of the people that is part of the popular sovereignty. That distinction is critical, and that is what is not being uh, identified right here or excuse me, that is what's being identified right here. Now, the reason why I bring this up, and this is why it's so important, and this is why, in my opinion, this is just old tactics. Because the godless commies, in their pursuit of Trump, admit it. They admit it. They have to admit it. They have to admit it because it's true. And because it's true, there's no arguing with it. They even wrote it. It's number three on their charging document. And this is where I, I'm not an attorney, never been to law school, not giving legal advice ever, we're discussing our rights. It's not legal advice to discuss the law. And in this case, this is not what attorneys are taught. This is not what law schools teach. Law schools don't teach this stuff. Law schools would grant the presumption that you are a citizen, that you then fall underneath the performance obligations that go according to statute. But if you understand that you are asserting your rights, well, then the Constitution is no longer going to treat you as a citizen. The Constitution is going to treat you as a beneficiary. And if you are a beneficiary, right? If you are a beneficiary, well, then government's got to defend you. Or worse yet, let's say that you're starting to participate in government. If you participate in government as one of the people to the left, you're coming as someone who's got all political power. Because all the political power comes from people. Why? Because that's where Jesus put it. Jesus put the power of free action in people. And because he puts the power of free action in people, the power, the rights doesn't come from the state. It doesn't come from institutions. It doesn't come from a gun. It doesn't come from trees. It doesn't come from the farm fields. It comes from people. It comes from people because that's where Jesus put it, which is why every idle word and every idea you have will be judged. You are going to be accountable. This is why the gospel is so important. You will be accountable for everything that you do and say, or don't do, or don't say. If the Holy Spirit's punching you in the head, saying, Go tell that person the gospel, and you're like, No, no, shh, 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 I believe that the There will be a time when God says, why didn't you obey? Why did you not do what we were telling you to do? What the Holy Spirit was telling you to do? I like, that's how I, I believe God is so sovereign. He will be able to account for all those things. I also believe because Christ is so good and his grace is so abundant that if I don't do those things, I recognize I didn't do those things. I repent and ask forgiveness from doing those things. Christ is like, okay, amen because he is that good and not me. But if we go back to government, the government, the godless commies have to acknowledge the truth. They have to, they do. Which is so frustrating to me because there are so many people that A, don't know what's written and B, are stupid liars. Like Mike Pence, watch this. I know we
1: we all got our doubts about the last election. And I want to assure you, I share the concerns of millions of Americans about voting irregularities. And I promise you, come this Wednesday, we'll have our day in Congress. We'll hear the objections. We'll hear the evidence. But tomorrow is Georgia's day.
0: Yeah, that was January 4th, 2021. And then yesterday, Mike Pence tweets this. He tweets, today's indictment serves as an important reminder. Anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be President of the United States. He is a... I, I don't... Uh... The guy, I, I question whether the dude even knows Jesus. I think that he uses his faith as a cudgel. I think that he presents himself as a self-righteous person for his own game. And he's doing it because he understands that there's a lot of people that want the well-dressed, mild-mannered, soft-spoken, humbly presented politician. We're going to make America great, and you can't put yourself above the Constitution. What if, Mike, what if you are above the Constitution? What if the entire Constitution only exists to benefit you? What if you, as one of the popular sovereigns, have the political power that you can alter and reform government? Are you above the Constitution at that point? The answer is yes. Yes, you are above the Constitution because the Constitution regulates the government. I'm not in the government. You, unless you're sworn to the Constitution, are not in the government. We can participate in the government as the master, as the popular sovereign ones with sovereign power because we're made in God's image and the rights God gives us come from Jesus from the Great Commission saying all power in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and teach the nations to obey. That is the, that is the bestowing of power. Now, you might say from a timeline perspective, well, Jaron, there was government before there was the physical resurrection of Jesus. And I would say, amen. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that nations aren't ri- nations don't rise and fall by God. This is Job chapter 12, what, 24? Nations rise and fall because of God, which means that the nations, which are people, by the way, people get power and they lose power based on God and him saying, you have the power or you don't have the power. So God has always given people the power that goes back to Genesis 1, be fruitful and multiply. So this paradigm needs to be the thing that people say. Because you've got grandi- you've got self-aggrandizing, pugnacious, evil, frothing, seething, slithering, serpent politicians presenting themselves with their suits and their ties and their comb over with the with the with the fly on it. They're, they're, they're presenting themselves as this holier than thou version. And there's a big disparity between what he said on January 4, we will get our day in court, we will see the evidence, and what that dude said yesterday. Because now it's about him. Well, it's always been about him, but now it's about him getting his. I want to play for you Trump's response to all of this. Commentary follows. The country
1: is in a very dark place right now. But even after everything the deep state has done to me, I will never give up an America. Mark my words, in 2024, we will... Win back the White House. We will make America great again. I have no doubt about it. They come at me from left. They come at me from right. The rhinos, the communists, the Marxists, the fascists. We will not only survive, we will be stronger than ever before. We're fighting a fight like nobody ever thought possible, and we're winning. We won in 2016. We had a rigged election in 2020, but got more votes than any sitting president. We're going to win like never before, and we're going to make America great again. I can truly say, I believe, better than ever before. Thank you for all of your support and for all of your prayers.
0: Amen. Pray for the president. Pray for truth and justice and all these other things. Amen. Pray, pray, pray away. want to take the opportunity to encourage you to support my work and take the shopping, switch the shopping you already do from the godless, commie, globalist corporations to American Manufacturing, a private association. We have been trained, as Americans, to participate in commerce where it is a sterile, disjointed, evil, kind of reductive environment. This is why you get on the phone and you're talking to someone halfway around the world because the corporation don't care about you. Switch your shopping, you already do, to American Manufacturing and get people who speak English, who think like you do, want what's best for America, and will answer questions and look things up. America Manufacturing is available, PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren, PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren. It also supports me and allows me to continue to give all my stuff away for free uh the content the um the what's it called the common law seminar operation josiah where we are teaching how to restore lawful government in elections all of that is able to be done for free and given away to people because people like you have decided to support american manufacturing switch your shopping from the corporatists to the private realm and that's available at patriotswitch.com jaren PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren. Amen. Carrie Lake was on the war room today with Steve Bannon and she's talking about decertifying the 2020 election. Although I am in political agreement with her that it was wrong, I want to draw a very subtle but massively, massive implication difference with her. So commentary follows.
2: Well yeah it's pretty obvious that it's it's we the people versus our tyrannical government right now and there's only one candidate who's willing to stand up to that swamp or the tyranny, and that's President Donald J. Trump. And I think we all know, when you say electability, this is a guy who's already won. He won in 2016, he won even bigger in 2020. All that January 6th was, was a staged riot to cover up the fact that they certified a fraudulent election. And I I, I agree with a lot of what Cash said about impeachment. If we just go back and deal with this this fraudulent election and and what happened in 2020 we don't have to impeach him because he really isn't in my opinion and many others and you look at the evidence the true president we just can why don't we decertify 2020 and that's the way we deal with joe biden
0: yeah no i i uh so i agree i agree to decertify i agree to to get rid of it i agree that you shouldn't impeach because then you get Kabbalah. <laughs> you know, like then you 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 get the senile man with uh, with Pampers for a a rabid hackling jackal that's a pantheist. Um, so it's like you know, choose your choose your own poison. What I want to do is I want to introduce you to a word, and you've probably already read it if you've watched me for any amount of time. So what I want to do is I want to introduce the introduce you to the nuance, and that is the word maladministration. Maladministration. This term is used in law books interchangeably with misadministration and both words mean wrong administration. I do not want to say that the 2020 elections were fraudulent because fraud speaks to the mind. Fraud speaks to intent fraud is a crime and a crime takes time, due process. It takes all sorts of opportunities uh, for the defense, for the defendant to assert their rights, the due process of law, and to basically make it to where you can't prove it. So I don't want to try to prove fraud. What I want to do is I want to say that they just messed up so bad. We can't have government that is that wrong. We can't have government that is that wrongly administered we can't have it because it's a threat to our republic if you have government that is administered so poorly that is done so wrong you threaten the government you threaten the body politic you threaten my freedoms you threaten my rights now here's the thinking if Jesus gives you your rights and through the common law Christian tradition there is a government that exists where you, the people, have all the political power and you are able to tell the government what to do. If there were ever such a government that looks like that, you would need to understand who you are in relation to the government so that you can come to the government and tell the government what to do. And if the government is not securing your rights and they've mismanaged, misadministered, they've so much fouled things up like elections, then you can come to them as the creator of government and by necessity, make them change. You can make them change because you're the daddy, you're the boss, you are the God, little G, you are the creator of the entire thing. You created the entire thing. This is why whenever this paradigm becomes prevalent in the minds of people and you can see it written, when you see it written and you understand this, you're like, well, what, fix my elections now. Do it because I need it done. It's by necessity. The, the, you know We can look up necessity. Necessity means it's by force. It's a, it's a compelling force. You can't resist it. Let me show you this. Let me look up Necessity. Where are you at, Necessity? There you are. So if I look up Necessity, handheld, there we go. Uh, Where are you at? Necessity. Controlling force, irresistible compulsion, a power or impulse so great that it admits no choice of conduct. When you come to the government and you tell them that you have to do stuff because I tell you to then th- there's no answer. Let me, let me see if I can do, what I'm doing is I'm trying to find my state constitutions. we we'll go to the screen. There's my state constitutions right there. Let's go to Oklahoma because that's where I live. Oklahoma, Bill of Rights, Article 2, Section 1, all, pol- no, not s- oh, stupid pop-up. Uh, all political power is inherent in the people. And government is instituted for the protection, security, and benefit. Where did you see benefit before? You saw it right there. Upper right. The beneficiaries are who? The people. The people are the beneficiaries of government, which is literally what the Oklahoma Constitution says. Now, if the Oklahoma Constitution says that, we can go to this United States Constitution. And what does the United States Constitution do? The United States Constitution on the states says what? Right? Full faith and credit shall be given to each state to the public acts, records, and judicial proceedings of every other state. What does that mean? Each state is recognized. And if Oklahoma says the political powers and the people, the government's instituted for the protection, security, benefit, promote the general welfare, then here in Article 4, Section 1, the, uh, what's it called? The, um, the Constitution, the, US, the United States Constitution agrees with it. It agrees with it. And then right here the united states shall guarantee every state to this union a republican form of government you have in your constitutions all the answers because your constitutions are trust documents and those trust documents allow you or they don't allow you i misspoke they identify you as the beneficiary and if you are the beneficiary of government and you have all the political power you are both the boss and the one who's being served you are the master And everything in government's to serve you. So when Kerry says she wants to decertify because the elections are fraudulent, this is where I would, very respectfully, say I disagree. The elections were fraudulent, but that's not why we're going to decertify them. We're not going to decertify them based on fraud. We're going to get rid of them based on misadministration, maladministration. We're going to get rid of them because they have machines that are connected to the Internet. Well, Jaron, the statutes say that you can do that. I don't care. What the statutes say what we are is we are the beneficiaries of the government and we are also the grantors of the trust we created the trust the states belong to us what's that scene in batman the third one when bane is uh you know batman turns out all the lights and bane's like oh you think darkness is your ally you were merely uh what's it you merely um you, you merely adopted the dark I was born in it molded by it I was but a man until I saw the light of day by then it was nothing but blinding and he grabs the dude and he starts beating him up the states don't belong to you they belong to us they belong to us and because they belong to us when you as a legislator write a bill you are affecting things for you because you are one of the trustees. You are affecting something for you that you swore to. When what you do steps on my toes, when what you do offends my sensibilities, you belong to me. You merely adopted the Constitution. You are, you are guided by it, administered by it. You may pass your statutes, but I created the government. The government belongs to the people. The ones with all the popular political sovereignty, the political power. We own the states because we own the states and the federal government at the United States Constitution agreed to it. Anything that the state trust indenture, the state constitution says, the federal government already agrees with. And if the federal government agrees with the state constitutions, and the state constitutions say the, pe- the people have the political power, and the government is instituted for the benefit, then the federal government agrees with it too. And if the federal government agrees with it, then everybody in government has sworn to that. They all agree. They're all in perfect harmony. And when they get out of harmony, we have to come as the boss and tell them things are messed up. And that doesn't mean that the boss comes and says, What's y'all guys' statutes for telling that you guys are doing something wrong? No, I don't care. Fix it. Y'all guys are screwed up. You're affecting my kids. You're affecting my grandkids. You're taking my property. You're affecting my border by diluting the population, by bringing people in who aren't from here, don't think like here, and don't belong here. Stop it. Now, of course... There will be the skeptic in the back. There will be the cynic in the back. Well, First of all, you're not arguing with what's written. You're denying the fact that it's written and you just don't believe it has power. You don't have trust in it. You don't have faith in it, which takes you back to Jesus. Do you believe what the Bible says? Yes, I do. Okay, well then that might mean that you go get crucified. That might mean you go to jail that might mean the government comes unjustly tyrannically against you but you know what it does it also means that you are abiding in god's word you're demonstrating that you believe what's true you're living as though what you believe is true and if you can read it what's the argument what's the argument the argument is the the government is to benefit me the argument is i get my rights from god The argument is, I'm going to live for Jesus and not quake in fear to the godless commie global corporatists. I'm not going to quake when Big Pharma gets its contract and its legal immunity from Congress and starts jabbing people or some dude who wears a dress pelvic thrusting in front of my kids. I'm not going to back down. Why? Because I'm the freaking boss. I'm the boss. You're the boss. We create the government. They are wrong because they trespass my right. And even though they're going against Trump, they still have to admit the fact that he's got the right to do it. Like, the entire thing has to obey to the master. They have to do it because they swore to it. The the, the skepticism and the cynicism people have is that they don't know what's written. And because they don't know what's written, they don't believe it because they don't read it. And if they read it, then they're going to look around. Is anybody else going to do it? What what Republican is doing this? What what conservative celebrity pundit politician is doing this so that I can get on their bandwagon? You've been trained to be a slave. You've been cultured to be a a coward. I was about to say another word. Starts with the C. C. You've been conditioned to be a weakless, feckless, puny, pathetic human being. And that's why this world is the way that it is. Because people aren't willing to die for what's true. When they read what's written and they believe it, they're going to step boldly and say, I don't care if you arrest me, I'll start a prison ministry. I don't care if you cut off my head to live as Christ to die as gain. I would be glad to get the promotion. My dad died of stage four cancer. You don't think that he he didn't get the eternal blessing after that wretched seven-year fight? throw me in prison for 50 years I'd much rather take that in three squares a day able to you know read the bible get a college degree than seven years of cancer ravaged completely different perspective and when you see this you're like bring it on what's the worst that you can do for me First comes, uh, it's appointed once for a man to die, and then comes a judgment. You're going to die. Get that in your head. That's why the gospel is so powerful. The gospel's powerful because it frees you from the fear of death. This is Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, 15. Satan uses death to enslave people. He uses the fact that they don't want to die. They don't want bad things in this earth for them to be cowards, to, the, to for them to be cucked by fear. That's what I was going to say. For them to be cucks for the idols. And when they do that, they bow down. I am here to destroy idols because my Christ is king, my Lord is sovereign, and the gospel will smash. It will absolutely smash. And I'm not here in a violent capacity. I am here in a, it is written. I know the words, I know the ideas because I've read them, I believe them, which is different than 99% of people who don't read, don't believe, and so they're whimsically indulgent slaves. I'm not here to be a slave to anyone in anything but Christ. I want to point to you this book right here, Reveries on the Arts of War, Maurice de Saxe. Maurice de Saxe was a French guy, and Maurice de Saxe wrote this. Let me see if I can bring this up. He wrote this. Come on, camera. He said, A man who has a talent for architecture and can design, will draw the plan and perspective of a palace with great skill. But he is to, he is to execute it. But if he is to execute it, uh, if he does not know how to shape his stones to lay his foundation, the whole edifice will soon crash. It is the same with the general who does not know the principles of his art, nor how to organize his troops, for these are indispensable qualifications in all operations of war. We are in a war. I showed you this because Maurice de Saxe, he's a military theorist, and his essence, the essence of his theory, was the heart of the soldier matters most in war. You can understand logistics, you can understand tactics, you can understand weaponry and 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 uh, topography and all these other things, and those are those are necessary. I'm not saying don't study those. But his essence was if you've got a guy that's convicted, if you've got a guy who believes, that is more important than someone who doesn't. Understand your craft, learn your craft, but his point here is that if the general doesn't know how to do all these c- certain things, he can be the smartest guy in the world. But he needs other people to do it, and he needs those people to be uh, you know, masters of what they're allowed to be, uh, of what they can do. When Jesus gives you your rights, when Jesus gives you your gifts, when Jesus gives you your talents, though they be one, five, ten, a million, however many, he expects you to use them. And you might use them in the way that you might be part of the army and you only have this one little small specific task and you're not a big fish, you don't know stuff, you're just right there. Well then do that to the glory of God, 1 Corinthians 10.31. You may be somebody in this country who recognizes the tyranny, recognizes the oppression and the evil, and you might say to yourself, well, I'm just a nobody. And the answer is, that's correct. You are a nobody. Stop trying to be a somebody. Why don't you just serve the king? Why don't you just serve the king? Recognize that you are in your foxhole. Stop giving the glory to the celebrities or to the idols or to the influencers or to the politicians and give it to God. Use what God has given you to go conquer for him with love By grace, according to what the Bible says. In our nation, the people have the power. It is written. In our nation, the people may, by right given from Jesus, come to their government and tell them what to do. It is written. By right, in our government, in our nation, the people can do that and no one can stop them. And you can point to the fact that everyone in government who would try to stop you has already sworn to the fact that they agree with you. When that clicks, you don't have any excuse except for your own moral cowardice. You don't have any excuse except for the fact that, well, I just, I just don't want to. Someone else will do it. And that speaks to your own moral torpitude. That speaks to your failings as a man or a woman. And I believe that you'll be in held in judgment. Not in the sense that you got to go to hell for it, but there's going to be a time it's like, hey, did you know that you had the ability to go impact and influence things and you didn't because what you're a coward? I think that the indictment against President Trump is viciously unlawful. I think that it is absolutely uh, unconstitutional. I think that it is evil. I also think that, well, I don't I don't think, I know. I read the charging document. The charging document admits he has the rights. It admits he has the ability to do what he did. So just stand on that all day. The government can't deny you that. They have to admit it. You saw it. I showed you. This is Trump. They hate him. The one guy they hate they want to destroy, they're going to come at him with everything, and they still admit that he's got the right to do what he did. I mean, come on! How much, how much more powerful would it be if nobody, you know, you little nobody, Jaron, nobody from podunk Oklahoma, is asserting his rights according to the law? They can't stop it. This is why they don't teach it. This is why they don't train it. Which is why they shadow ban. Which is why they get rid of people who talk like this. Because I'm not fomenting uh, a physical war. I'm not telling people to go demonstrate in the streets. I'm encouraging you to to know what the law is, to know what the Constitution says, and then come as daddy, come as mommy, and come to the table and say, serve. Do what you said you would do by oath. And here's the thing for the cynics and skeptics in the back. If you've got one godless commie who's sworn to the Constitution, and another godless commie who's sworn to the Constitution... And you come to one of them and say, you swore to do this, now do your job. You create what's called a prisoner's dilemma between the two godless commies. This is why you should never ever grant ubiquity of allegiance or loyalty to your enemy. This is why one of the very many reasons I don't believe in this grandiose notion of the Antichrist that a lot of people do. One, Antichrist isn't in the book of Revelation, but two, it's this idea that once you grant the belief that your enemy can have perfect total control over everything, then you've created an idol that is locked shield that there is no gap, there is no exploitation. One, that goes against what God has done literally for the entire history of creation. But two, what you've now done is you've convinced yourself that the impenetrable force, the unsurmountable, unstoppable force of your enemy, well, it's just he's going to win because I can't, I can't stop him. They're just going to become so powerful. I don't grant them that because one, the Bible doesn't teach that notion. But two, it's this idea That if you get one person who doesn't believe in Jesus and another person who doesn't believe in Jesus and you create the opportunity that one of them is going to get punished, they will turn on each other. There is no unity there. There is no one spirit, one baptism, one faith there. There is only self-preservation, survival of the fittest. There is only one-upsmanship. There is only, I'm going to get mine while the getting's good. And if you create that situation where you have two people who hate Jesus, but you create a situation whereby one can benefit through self-preservation because the other is is sworn to do something, that prisoner's dilemma is the exploitation. That prisoner's dilemma is where the people, by right, according to what's written, bring lawful controversy and say, "You did it. You are supposed to make it happen." And if they're best friends, they're gonna slit each other's throats because they don't want to get in trouble. They want to help. They want to help themselves and benefit themselves. And if you as the people consider yourself as chattel or someone who's like a nobody and you grant your enemy this locked, shield, ubiquitous, impenetrable shield of perfection, then you're never going to think about the fact that they will quake when they hear the word of God. You'll never think about the fact that whenever you say what the truth is, they will be like, holy crap, he knows the truth. You will never think like that. And that means that you don't value the truth above the idol that you have in your head that they are impenetrable. If you think your enemy is perfect and impenetrable and unconquerable, my question is, who is Christ and is he king? Because if he is king, if he is the Christ of the Bible, then you would know he's literally the most creative God ever he's the, he's the only god he's the creator god he's complex he's sovereign he does things in ways you would never expect he answers prayers he's faithful he's generous he loves to get his glory and how else does he get his glory if there's not a big idol that gets crushed by some nameless nobody that no one would ever think would do anything good You're just a kid from a farm field delivering sandwiches to your brother. You hear some dude insult your God, you pick up rocks, you get a sling and you, you know, hit him in the head and you go chop his head off. Metaphorically speaking, spiritually speaking, that's, that's, that, that's where we're going. That's, that's what's going on here. I'm pumped up. If you can't tell, uh, this is Bradford County, Pennsylvania. I put it in the show notes, um, they're, they're, they've done a resolution. This is the Republican committee. They've done a re- resolution. This is just where I would encourage them to go one step further. One step further, go to go to Operation uh, Josiah, commonlawpeople.com slash Josiah. Have the common law. Do the methodical self-paced sequential step By right, according to law, they can't stop you. We will show every step according to the law, according to the Constitution, and you can crush these machines. You can get rid of them. If you don't like absentee voting, you can get rid of that. If you don't like the fact that anything's connected to the internet, you can get rid of that. Why? Because you're the boss. Because the Constitution says so. So Operation Josiah, it's at commonlawpeople.com slash Josiah. Into your email there. You'll start the process. It goes uh, down the way. Um, but Bradford County, Pennsylvania, a lot of GOP Republicans are, are, are saying, we're going to take steps to get resolutions to secure elections. Amen. God bless. Let's use the law. Let's use our rights. Let's assert what the Constitution says. Um, amen. Enough preaching. enough preaching I want to talk about uh, kids and phones watch this We are training people. We're training our kids. We're training our, kid, our grandkids. We're training people. Now, you can substitute the smartphone for anything. For government. For YouTube. Rumble. Peep, celebrity. Influencers. Uh, you know, whatever. Exchange the, the phone for anything else. People are trained. They're trained. They're trained to worship. They will worship something. We need to be worshiping Jesus. We need to be trained by the word of God we need our hearts to be honoring him worshiping him so that we're doing what he wants this all begins with the gospel we need to understand that we are sinners that because we're sinners we are going to have eternal separation from God and whereas he's going to be in heaven with his people we are going to be not we I'm not because I believe the gospel if you don't believe the gospel you will be in hell conscious eternal torment lake of fire I don't want that for anybody there's plenty of people I don't like a lot of people I don't like there's a lot of people I really don't like but I love them because if you understand who Christ is and the fact that I don't deserve what he did for me then I have to give grace to other people and I have to love other people because that's how Jesus does and and that's that that forces me to stay at the foot of the cross because if I leave Jesus if I leave my Lord I'm gonna start thinking I'm better than people I'm going to start thinking that I I know more than they do and even if I do know more than they do and even if I may be better at you know a task or you know some knowledge of or whatever my sin is just as grievous and it's that sin that separates you from God the gospel is that Jesus died for your sins he shed his blood and that precious perfect sinless blood washes away those sins he was buried which means he was physically dead and that is to show, that's to demonstrate, it's to prove that your sins died with him. And then on the third day, he physically rose from the grave. When you believe that physical resurrection, it means that you believe the gospel, the one that was proclaimed, the one that was promised, the one that was performed and done and completed. And when you believe that gospel, now you are a new creation. Now you are in Jesus. And if, if when God looks at you, he doesn't see you he doesn't see Jaron, he sees Jesus. And whenever he looks at what Jaron does wrong, he doesn't see, uh, he doesn't punish me. He looks at what he did to Christ, which is what he pour- what he did on the cross. He poured his wrath out on Jesus for the sin of the world. Mm-hmm. This is not fair. I don't deserve it. Um, it keeps me where I'm recognizing I need him more and more and more, but that's the point. I can't get to God except through Jesus. Which is why we believe the gospel. Believe the gospel. Appreciate you watching. Thank you for your time. The best way to support me, like I've already said, is PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren. PatriotSwitch.com slash I give away a couple different free stuff. If you want to get rid of the election machines, the best way to do that, in my opinion, is to go to CommonLawPeople.com Josiah commonlawpeople.com slash Josiah and that builds off a lot of material that we give away at our common law seminar which is just commonlawpeople.com CommonLawPeople.com. the the method is very simple it is written show me in writing what the law is and I will believe it you need to understand the law in America for our government is the Constitution if it's not in the Constitution, you need to understand that it might not be law because it's not in the Constitution. The Constitution is the law of the land. The Constitution is the trust indenture. Uh, there's a lot more to it, but if you want to learn that, it's free. It's provided free for everybody, and that's because I have generous supporters at livelocal.store slash subscriber. That's down there, too. If you don't want to do the Patriot Switch stuff, you don't want to switch your shopping, you don't want to do those things, you can be a monthly con- contributor at that Live Local link. That's absolutely doable. There's a lot of people that do that, and that's a blessing too. Um, This is my job. This is my work. If you want to support what I do, continue to allow my content to be free for everybody, please consider doing that on a monthly basis. That way it's a commitment between the two of us. I continue to do stuff, and God provides for me through you. It's an amazing blessing, something that I uh, I. There's times I can't believe it um, because <laughs> there is times I can't believe it. But I'm but I'm, I'm very thankful. I uh, appreciate your time. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go to Tennessee again on, I think, Friday. I think I'll leave on Friday. So we won't do a, a Friday show. Uh, so we'll do a Thursday show, and then I might do a road stream on Friday. But you got to be on um uh, what's it called telegram to do that because that's where i do my road streams appreciate your time lord will we'll be back tomorrow till then i am Jiren jackson i do love america do not quit don't ever quit quitting is for the people that are like men that wear women's dresses and thrust in front of kids don't quit just go to war